Fans, welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Tenant Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are all having an absolutely fantastic day today, and hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. We had a good time down here in Florida with the family and enjoying this nice, humid heat. It's kind of like living in a steam room, but you get used to it after a while. You just got to keep an extra couple pair of shirts with you everywhere you go. (laughs) It's just part of it, and I hope you guys had a good time. And if you need anything, I got a lot of emails. A lot of people ask me questions about magnesium brain food. A lot of articles on the website if you want to read in detail about it. Be sure to check that out on the front page as it is on sale right now as one of our top-selling products because it's so effective on sale right now for 15% off its product of the week. So be sure to check that out on the webpage at healthmasters.com. That will be on sale for like two more days, and then whatever you voted will go on sale uh, later on this week on Wednesday. It looks like the vitamin C with antioxidants is pulling pretty strong. That's one of, probably one of the most best vitamin C formulas on the market that we've ever put together. It's loaded with not just vitamin C because that you know vitamin C is very important. But this we kind of took it a step up. We brought this out actually right at the beginning during COVID because what it does is it also has quercetin in it and numerous bioflavonoids that really helps out as far as increase the efficiency of the immune system while stacking the vitamin C with it. And again, this is a product that I usually like to kind of microdose vitamin C. I call it. So I'll take like two capsules, but I'll take four different times. So I'll take six to eight capsules a day total. But I'll take two capsules like with each meal throughout the day. And what it does is it really keeps your vitamin C levels up. And I've noticed over the years when I take it like that, it really keeps me healthy, especially if I'm just under the weather or not resting enough or constantly going or not getting enough sleep. really helps keep me push through that, keep my immune system strong with everything that's going on on a regular basis right now. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. The first thing I wanted to cover here, and I found this to be very funny, and, but it's good. So obviously, people made a noise, enough noise, they got her attention. This still entire thing needs to be revoked and shut down. But the Albuquerque, New Mexico, Governor Michelle Grissom, the drunk tyrant that basically told everyone in New Mexico and major cities that you're not allowed to carry a firearm anymore for whatever purpose, even lawful purpose, concealed or non-concealed, even though Cal- uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is a open carry state. Is a right to carry state. Um, she has now backpedaled on that, <laughs> and she has now removed the requirement and said that the public health order. This, this is funny because every time I read anything, it's a public health order. This is how she skirted this to try to make it work, even though it's been deemed essentially illegal now. She's gotten you know a restraining order issued against it. Another federal judge turned it down. So now she has had to backpedal, and now she is stating that is she has amended the public health order to specify you cannot carry a firearm in city parks or playgrounds in Albuquerque or Bernalino County. Um, this is still one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, okay, so you can't legally carry a firearm at a playground or city park, but so apparently criminals aren't going to do it either. I guess they're, they're going to obey the law now, so they're going to say, well, we're not going to go to a city park because we can't carry a firearm there. This girl just, I mean, you, you, stupid has no limits sometimes, or should I say tyrants have no limits sometimes. Uh, I hope, again, this thing is completely dissolved again. There's a lot of backlash, a lot of push, a lot of rallies, a lot of, uh, a lot of chatter on this. And this is why it's gotten reversed with the federal judge and the restraining order. This whole thing needs to go away now. Every day this is out there. This is just another violation of the Second Amendment. And this lady is drunk with power, and she needs to be put in place, so to speak, as a public servant, as a governor of New Mexico, and essentially learn where she's at and that she is there by the people, for the people, not to violate the law-abiding citizens' rights. So we'll see how long this lasts now on the restriction and 
city parks and playgrounds. And again, you got to think about this for a second. You really think law enforcement is going to be going to city parks and playgrounds, monitoring people for carrying firearms? Really? Do you think they have nothing better to do now? Which means this is a totally toothless amendment she's doing on here, but it has nothing to do with being effective or for safety or for protection. I told you guys this last week. It is 100% a beta test to see how far a governor can overreach the Second Amendment by using a public health order. That is all this is. That is what has been from the very beginning, and they're trying to see how far they can traction it. Because remember, I've explained this to people so many times. This is why I'm so funny with data. Data mining is a real thing. Algorithms, likes, comments, usage, scrolls, everything on social media, on mainstream media, on text messages, everything's monitored, guys. You know this now. NSA has not been quiet about this. They've been very clear on what they do. So they have that, that giant facility out in Utah's data mining center. When they want to know what is going to work, what is going to be effective, what the public perception is going to be, they throw something out in the news. They throw something out like a new public health order, for example, like this. It's a gross violation of the Second Amendment, and they watch the algorithms. Remember, this stuff is run by AI now, advanced AI. This stuff computes at levels that nobody can even fathom. This stuff will pump out algorithms and pump out statistical probabilities of what is going to be pushed, what is going to be liked, what is going to be you know, basically tolerated. Literally within seconds, they can take data from all parts of the globe. I mean, massive troves of data, and this stuff can literally correlated in seconds and they can see okay we have a 12 percent statistical probability that this is not that's basically that people are going to support this other than that nobody's going to accept this 88 percent of people are not going to accept this bill this is basically a wash algorithms proving that this is not going to be okay pull back on it now put, apply it to only parks and basically playgrounds and see what the perception is on social media now and monitor everything and data mine everything now run it this week and see what it does that's what they're doing letting you know this i've talked to guys involved with this data mining before is a very real thing so again this is why again everybody needs to be vocal on radio shows on podcasts on social media on platforms make people know that this is not going to be tolerated this is why they've been doing what they've been doing with covid right now pushing it out there pushing it out there pushing it out there and it has been an abysmal failure this thing has popped like a balloon as far as the public response on it you're still going to have a lot of the useful idiots that are walking around now like i saw today I had to go to shop early this morning, uh, my buddy's shop, and I literally saw a man walking down the sidewalk at 8.15 in the morning by himself with a giant cloth mask on his face. There are some people that just – they have no concept of reality. If they're told to crawl on all fours and bark like a dog because that's going to prevent them from getting COVID, they would probably do it. There's just those people in society. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about encouraging people to really wake up that may not really be educated on topics. Say, hey, listen, you know what's really going on? No, I don't. But, you know, I've got an idea. Can you can you tell me more? That's why we do the show. That's why we push back. That's why we encourage you to do the same. And that's why we thank you for supporting healthmasters.com. And while New Mexico is in this giant beta test right now, New York just took it a step further on being one of the most totalitarian states on gun rights. They have now mandated that all firearm – excuse me, <laughs> firearm – all ammunition purchases will now have a mandatory background check plus an additional $2 fee, $2.50 fee for the background check on all ammunition sales. Ammunition in, Cal- or in, New-, in New York 
is already some of the highest in the entire country on prices due to taxes. Now you have to pass a background check in order to buy a box of ammunition. I'm going to repeat that. You now have to have a background check to buy a box of ammunition in New York City. And it should be in the state of New York. Let me clarify that. In the state of New York. That is how insane it has gotten now in some of these states. And what's ironic about this, it's, this is the ironic part. New York already has an assault weapons ban. Okay? They already have a high-capacity magazine ban, which is standard capacity. Anything over 10 rounds is not high capacity. I want to clarify that. But anything over 10 rounds, mag is banned. They have universal background checks. You're not allowed to buy or sell or transfer any firearm from person to person without a background check. They have red flag gun laws that they institute all the time. They have permits required for gun purchases. You have to get a permit to get approved after a background check to buy a firearm. Permit required for concealed carry. Firearm storage laws that can be checked at all times. Ghost gun restrictions, meaning any firearms that are caught without a serial number manufactured by their own owner, that is illegal as well. They have hate crime prohibited purchasers list. So if you're involved in a hate crime, you're banned from buying any firearm or ammunition. Now they have background checks on ammunition sales with $2.50 fee on ammo sales as well. Despite the maraud of gun controls, nearly 950 people died last year in firearm-related deaths in New York. Yet this is what they do. This is what tyranny looks like in New York, my friends, and this is why so many people have been fleeing that state now by droves over the last couple of years because this is what happens when tyranny knows no limits and people don't push back and they tolerate one little inch at a time. And before long, you're in the middle of trench warfare and you don't know how you got there. That's exactly what they've been doing. That is why I have said zero tolerance, zero compromise, zero allowance of any tyrannical rule or more gun laws whatsoever do not comply because the more you comply with tyranny, the more you consent to it, the more they push. No tyrant in history has ever gone, well, you know what? I, they've complied quite a bit with all this nonsense. You know, I, I'm just going to back off now. I'm not going to push any further because they, they've, they've been such good peasants. You know, they've complied so well like good little peasants. I, I'm not going to push them any harder. Said no tyrant ever. So always remember that, my friends, is consent and compliance with tyranny never ends well for anybody involved. That's why you got to stand up for what you believe. What do you think, Dan? How are you doing this morning? Uh, Austin doing absolutely wonderful. I actually went to the beach yesterday and sat under an umbrella and ended up getting sunburned. I can't believe that actually happened. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I haven't had any sun like this in years. Try to avoid that in Florida. I'm sitting in the shade, but I guess it was a reflection off the sand and the beach and the water. But uh, I'm doing good. I actually look pretty good. I look a little bit younger because I got a nice tan, but it's not <laughs> not good for your skin. But yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing really well today. And and the thing is, this this story on this F this F35 is interesting to me. I'm going to tie a couple strings together here. The missing F35 jet may have carried on flying in a zombie state, as officials reveal this hundred million dollar Lightning II stealth fighter was put on autopilot when the pilot ejected over North Carolina. Now, if he had the sense. That God gave a jackrabbit, just a jackrabbit, as a pilot, because you could do this very easily, because I know how to use autopilot systems on airplanes. You just head it due east. Just due east. Just go straight due east. And when you do that, you're going to go right out of the Atlanta, Atlantic Ocean. Have no idea why he ejected. He may have had some control issues or whatever, but he was basically safe. He landed in a residential neighborhood and was put in the hospital to check for injuries. But the plane cannot be found because they cannot find it on radar if you want to believe all of this stuff. And they basically had another plane flying with it. And this is where the whole story falls apart. They had another plane flying together with him after he ejected. The other plane was still flying. Why didn't the other plane track the heading 
of this aircraft. I mean, you can see it. You don't have it on radar. You can, you can watch it. You can see which way it's going, find out what heading it is, call the heading in. Or was it something else? Or was this plane, plane remotely piloted somewhere else? Did somebody land it somewhere else? Did some other country want to have a copy of our F-35? I, mean, I don't know. I'm just asking these questions. Or did they really ditch a $100 million aircraft into the Atlantic Ocean? I don't know. I mean, I mean, why did nobody else track it? I mean, you can see it. It's going to come down. It's just a very strange story to me. And as a pilot, it's kind of it's kind of frustrating. I remember a couple of years ago, some guy declared an emergency in a small Cesta, and he basically dove out of the plane in a parachute, and the whole thing was staged. He just wanted to have a video of it so he could post it on YouTube. And, of course, he lost his pilot's license for doing something stupid like that. He crashed in a remote area of the you know, of a state park or national park or wherever. But the reality is, is that these planes – you know, when you have another one flying with you, they're pretty easy to follow. I mean, it's not like they're unless they're in heavy. Now, if they're in heavy, heavy clouds, okay, I got that. I mean, if he's at 10, 12,000, 15,000 feet and it's completely opaque, you can't see anything, it's not safe. You can't see it on radar to be flying beside it. All right, that could happen too. But the reality is whenever they allow this stuff to happen and they don't give us full disclosure of what happened, it creates all kinds of speculation, all kinds of strange stuff from a pilot standpoint when you see this kind of stuff. Now, so we have, now we have to ask her another question because, you know, this expensive airplane, and it's made by Lockheed Martin. So let's just talk about who owns Lockheed Martin. And you guys already know what this is going to say. I've already posted it to the website. State Street Corporation is the number one owner of Lockheed Martin. Number two is Vanguard, by the way. And number three is BlackRock. And then you have a whole bunch more international banking cartel investors like Capital World Investors, FMR, Charles Schwab, Morgan Stanley, Geode Capital, Bank of America, Capital Research Global Investors, Wellington Management, all these other ones. Because, again, what they do, they like to put their assets into their different names and different corporations and different – basically people have control of these different corporations that are all controlled by that central bank. And that allows them not to be the Rothschild banking cartel Lockheed Martin. Yeah, that's that's what everybody would be happy to pay checks or taxes to. Lockheed Martin's owned by Rothschild. Everything's owned by Rothschild, and so therefore it's the Rothschild Walmart. It's the Rothschild Five and Ten. It's the Rothschild this, Rothschild that. Pretty soon, everybody we started little cap, little little businesses everywhere else, just not to to avoid the name Rothschild. And of course, the same thing they did with Standard Oil with Rockefeller. They broke it up into all kinds of subsidiaries, which made Rockefeller immensely wealthy. And of course, he was also a Rothschild cutout. And was given huge amounts of capital for what he did. So, I mean, all this stuff is just in the books, in the history books, but a lot of people don't want to look at it because, quite frankly, they don't really believe that, you know, who these people are and what they do. You know, Kennedy has even called out now that the three corporations, you know, Roth, you know the Rothschild, State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock, basically controlled everything. And that, that the ARC, you know, he also claims the DNC has basically created new rules to steal votes from other candidates. And now there was another guy, basically, who was involved as far as one of his. People at one of his rallies was armed and claimed to be a federal officer, and he wasn't, and they believe it was an attempted assassination attempt. And the list just goes on and on and on and on. So, you know, we got to realize that these groups of people that are running the planet, they really don't have any scruples like we have. They don't really think about what's happening. They're trying to destroy everything, and, you know, they're trying to control everybody. In fact, the BBC has actually canceled the event of a singer who criticized puberty blocking drugs. The Telegraph is reporting that the BBC has removed Irish singer. Rosalind Murphy from a prepared feature radio broadcast. The reason is a comment opposing puberty blocking drugs. And so basically um, she's saying that, you know, puberty blockers aren't necessary, et cetera, et cetera, and they should be done to kids. And so they decided to go ahead and deplatform her and do all of this. But in the meantime, we have millions of people still pouring into Europe out of Africa. 
And Europe has a major fertility problem in the indigenous population. The average number of births per woman in Europe Union was 1.53 in 2021, according to the latest data by Eurostat. This figure has remained fairly stable over the past 10 years. But as statistics and Fleck notes, it's not high enough for the European population to sustain itself That is, if migration is not taken into account. This is because the threshold for renewing a generation is estimated 2.05 children per woman, which means the woman has to replace herself and her husband. The following chart considers where fertility rates are the highest on the continent and how they have evolved. It looks at the mean number of children be born alive to a woman during a time. And, you know, France is at 1.84. Germany is at 1.58, one of the lowest. EU basically in total is 1.5. Greece is at 1.43. Italy, they're really trying to self-extinguish. They're at 1.25. And Spain's the worst at 1.19. So that means you're only producing one child, and so your population of the indigenous population of Spaniards is going to go to half every generation. And, and this is what we see happening everywhere all over the world. In the meantime, Hollywood now, a new article just came out, is dead. And uh, this is a good article, and it says, here's why no one cares. Remember, Hollywood is owned by the Kabbalist Luciferian Synagogue of Satan. You know, They want to go ahead and create as much damage as they can into our culture. They want to destroy an entire generation with their filth, and they continue to create woke movies, which are completely flopped, flopped at the box office. And this started, by the way, before COVID. This, they've been doing this for years now. Let me read you this. In the past, the film industry was perhaps the only industry besides politics in which abject failure has been met with consumer empathy and largesse. Even since the days of the Great Depression, the American public has wanted Hollywood to succeed – to continue to entertain us with tales of adventure and drama. For if Hollywood survived, so did America's hopes for the culture. There was an era when Hollywood's several celebrities and film creators were treated as a kind of modern royalty, a representation of heights to which the average person could strive to make it big. The glitz and glamour were viewed as a culmination of the American dream, but with all fantasies, the story must end, the reality must return. Was the movie business always on a, a farce? And the answer is yes. However, it was a farce that the public held up even in the worst of times, something of value, something more than frivolity. In the spans of around the last seven years, Hollywood has lost every ounce of social capital they had gained in the past century. That takes an epic level of ignorance and arrogance. It takes criminal levels of mal malicious intent and an unprecedented display of stupidity. That's very well written, by the way. The populace was willing to put up with almost any level of degeneracy from Tinseltown as long as they could make compelling movies, and yet they couldn't even do that. Today, the consequences of their hubris are punching them right in the face. At this time, no one seems to care. In fact, many people are cheering for their inevitable, inevitable demise. In the past four years alone, theaters across the country have seen a 50% plunge in box office attendance, meaning the industry somehow has lost half of its consumer base from 2019 to 2023. The media attempted to play this down basically because of the COVID pandemic, but the fact is the decline started well before the lockdowns and the closures in red states ended quickly. And some movies such as Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Top Gun Maverick had explosive success, while other films lost hundreds of millions of dollars in the midst of the COVID hype. No one cares about the writer's strike. The strikes are seen as the last gasp of a dying institution. Woke propaganda and diversity, equity, and inclusion ideology are the root cause of the implosion of showbiz. The survival of Hollywood now relies on their ability to accept failure and recognize their mistakes, which will never happen because they are too arrogant. And they are controlled by the Kabbalists who want to have an aphrodite agenda, and they're pumping it and pumping it and pumping it to the youth. The way they see this, they don't care if they lose money. They don't care because they're going to continue to make their propaganda films so the young people who don't know any better will continue to go to those films, like this whole thing with this, this crazy Barbie movie that came out, which just basically was a giant – 
gay fest and, and they, they basically promoted it you know as barbie you know ken and barbie which it was not and the crazy part about this is that's an institution that's been around for almost 100 years with barbie the little girls for you know it's almost a century now have played with barbie dolls and now they use that name recognition to drag the mothers and the daughters to see the movie and then of course that gives them the more of the woke ideology woke ideology woke ideology and we see this over and over again now in women who become basically you know how should i say gosh this is terrible to say because guys are just as bad in some cases i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pick on that but they have become completely dominant in their relationships and treat their husbands like dogs yesterday i'm at the beach i told you that and we're having breakfast at the hotel got there early and we're basically sitting there and we're looking at the at the, at the uh at, the, at, at what at, you know at, you know all around us and it was funny because it was so strange this woman walks in with her husband and he's in tow about 50 feet behind her and suddenly you know i see how she's treating him you know at breakfast and i just ignore it because they were sitting you know 50 feet away but i noticed how unbelievably domineering she was towards him well then we ended up going to the beach and we're sitting at the beach you know, under the umbrella, and sure enough, they put this lady and her husband right beside us under another umbrella, and they're asking the guy, you know, where are you from? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. The, the host, the guests, the people that are working there are really, really nice, and he says, well, we're from Orlando, and the wife screams at him and screams at the attendant, don't listen to anything that he says. We're not from Orlando. We're from Italy. Whoa, and she was that rude, that brazen in front of everybody in that area, and I thought to myself, this woman is a nightmare. Now, mind you, I've seen men treat women like that too. So this is not inclusive to the women. It's just also the men do this too. And that type of behavior is incredibly rude. And here's what I've learned. And this is just this is how I see it life, in life now. You know, if you're dating somebody or you're with your spouse, don't walk in front of them. Don't walk behind them. Walk beside them. Be, be respectful. You know, don't treat them as a brunt of a joke and say stuff like that in front of all these people. Don't disrespect them or correct them in public like that. Really, really important. Those are the things that are really triggers for a lot of people that can destroy relationships because if you treat your husband like that or you treat your wife like that, they're going to start looking around. If you're mean enough to them long enough, they're going to be realizing this relationship that they're in isn't fulfilling the needs they have as far as any type of intimacy and being nice to one another. So be really, really careful when you're with people like that, you know, as far as your date or your wife or your spouse or whatever, to make sure that you treat them with respect all the time because it's, it's the trust and respect and the reciprocity that builds, that actually builds relationships. And without that, it simply won't, it, it won't last. Uh, by the way, this, this is an interesting article from once. And, uh, it, it, you know, and, you know, the thing about it is, is, you know, when you stop and you look at this stuff, you start looking at these groups of people basically, you know, you know, leading to leading us to the, the to the rule that we have here in the United States. Uh, you, you know, we start to realize that the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan's sect is very inclusive and they're very tribal. They like to hire their own people, do their own things. And, and the sad part about it is, is that if you don't understand that, you don't realize the agenda, what they're doing and how they do it. Now, this article from Unz, it basically it, it goes into detail on the diff American ambassadors. And I'm going to read you some of this stuff. I'm going to read you the way it's written, part of it. Because American ambassadors are imperial governors who hate white Americans in the world. And uh, this, this, is, this is an interesting little scenario because they take a bunch of these different people that have been appointed these for different positions, and, and, it, and it breaks it down as who, what they believe, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm going to read you part of this. Uh, for a textbook example, look no further than our ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas Greenfield. This article goes on to say this black demagogue 
regularly commands the international community to unite in a global war against the white race in her hysterical and disgraceful rants. Thomas Greenfield's most potent venom is reserved for the European state-building majority of her own country, who she defames to the rest of the world as a murderous racist that should be brought to heel. If America's official spokesperson insists that white Americans are the source of all evil, what are the other countries supposed to think? There's another one. Ex-governor, ex-mayor Eric Garcetti has made it quite clear that he hates the duly elected government of Modi, one of the most popular leaders in the world. During his confirmation hearings, Garcetti promised to dedicate his time to fanning the flames of minorities and ethnic resentment and use feigned human rights concerns as leverage against Modi. Okay, there you go. Choosing Alina Ramonowski, a Jewish CIA operative who was trained in Israel to lead our diplomatic mission into Iraq, was bound to be controversial. The results were exactly what the Iraqis predicted. As soon as Ramonowski settled in her position, news reports about American diplomats crafting plans to assassinate local leaders, high-profile acts of interference in local parliamentary affairs, etc. In Portugal, the Jewish National Fund's Randy Carno Levine has been active in spreading values so repulsive they do pushback from the liberal European nation, including pushing a film that promoted homosexuality, incest, and pedophilia to Portuguese youth. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wow, unbelievable. Mark Gittenstein, ambassador to Romania between 2009 and 2012, Gittenstein leveraged NATO military assistance in the European Union to ensure restructure the Europe, Eastern European nation into a fully subdued proxy. Here's another one. Philip Goldberg has served every administration since Bill Clinton. Goldberg, who is gay and Jewish, has also worn out his welcome in numerous nations he has been tasked to operate in. In 2008, Goldberg caused a diplomatic crisis when he was expelled from Bolivia. Goldberg used Washington's influence to kill an important gas pipeline agreement. Here's another one. This is just crazy, guys. Uh, uh, David Pressman. David Pressman, another gay Jew, according to this article, who appointed to represent the United States to Hungary in 2022. Right out of the gate, Pressman has been at war with Victor Orman government. Rahm Emanuel, we all know who he is. Few figures in recent history have generated more anti-American sentiment in Japan than Ambassador Rahm Emanuel, the former mayor of Chicago and son of an Israeli terrorist, which is really kind of interesting. And I'm going to post this whole article so you guys, you guys can read through it and talk about how we're pushing this culture of hate and culture of anti-white throughout the world. By our ambassadors? I mean, why in, the, why in the world would we do that? Why in the world would we do that? Well, because they're doing everything they can to destroy the United States in the eyes of the people all over the world so we are no longer the city on the hill. This is the, this is the goal here because if the United States falls and it's not who we used to be, then what's going to happen is the, United, the entire world will no longer look to us as the group to follow you know, as they did 100 years ago. By the way, Canada is just as rough right now. The Canadian school, the Canadian school has purged all books published before 2008 in a bid for inclusivity. Wow! In other words, to push the gay transgender issue, they're basically getting rid of all of the books that were pushed before 2008, which aren't including the transgender promotion in the United States. I, I mean, you can't even make, make this stuff up. You, you really, you really don't have a idea unless you listen to a show like this about how bad this is. And how they're continuing to do everything they possibly can to destroy everything in the world. In fact, the Daily Mail came out with an article and talked about Vegas, of course. And, of course, everybody knows that Vegas is a really just a armpit of a city. Inside Sin City's growing homeless crisis, shocking photos show how scores of people are sleeping in makeshift tents and the sidewalk on, a, on the iconic Vegas Strip. Bolden, Nevada residents are sleeping rough alongside the Las Vegas Strip. 
heart-wrenching images show residents curling up on pathways on the street. At least 6,566 people were counted as homeless in southern Nevada this year. And that's not going to get any better, guys, with the massive amounts of immigration coming into the United States and the housing that's being built to be used for these immigrant invaders who are promised all kinds of things, including cell phones and homes and free cars and free money every month and food and everything else. If they come here and basically invade us as another train comes close to the border of Mexico with the United States with thousands and thousands of migrants hanging off the train, riding on the train, all excited to be able to freely cross the across the come across the border while these border states now are just in an unbelievable onslaught of public services and basically money losses they're trying to support and trying to help these people and being forced to by their local governments this is a nightmare and the problem is until we get that border closed remember donald trump was going to put a wall up guess what that never happened and many sections of the fence that he did put up were taken back down by the biden administration because there was basically a hindrance as far as people coming to the united states this is cloward and piven this is cultural Marxism. This is Satanism. This is a Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan doing what they're doing to destroy what's left, the last vestige, the last hope of the United States of America. And that's how we have to look at what's happening in our country today. And we need to realize that unless we stand firm with Christ, unless we stand firm with the great I am, unless we stand firm with the Holy Spirit and be led by the Holy Spirit, unless we do what we need to do in order to do what needs to be done on an ongoing basis as a Christian nation that we once were, and we go back to the values that created the United States, our life as we know it in the United States is going to come to a screeching halt and is quickly doing so as I speak. So that's why you have to dig in, like it says in Ephesians, and put on the entire army, the entire armor of God and become part of the army of God and just stand your ground and not let it go any further. Because if we don't do this as a nation right now, we're about to fall into the ash heap of history. Because once they start the digital currency stuff and they start pushing this, the fifth largest bank in Australia now is going straight digital currency by the 2024, no more cash. If they Once they start this mess, they're going to have full control of everything. And the same people that own BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street and the central banks will control every aspect of your life because they'll be able to tell you what you can and can't buy because you're not using cash because now you're using a digital currency format, which can be regulated like the lady basically who had their Tesla taken to the charging station and couldn't get it charged and left her stranded because the incorrect information from Carfax had said the car had been totaled and Tesla turned off the charging units and not allowing her to leave and was stranded at the dealership for days on end trying to figure out how to get her car out of hock because Tesla shut it down. This is the goal. Wow. This is what electric cars do, and this is the tyranny that will envelop us if we lose the ability to have internal combustion engines. And like Austin said before the show started, fuel shouldn't be this expensive. It's not. It's the ninety dollars a barrel. Diesel fuel should be, you know, at three dollars a gallon, which is still ridiculous. But it's almost five dollars a gallon. They're doing everything they can to try to force people into EVs. The problem with that is, Austin, the, the power grid cannot handle the onslaught of EVs, nor there are sufficient charging stations, which puts us back to being put into a central city, basically in a two hundred square foot apartment, so they can control every aspect of our lives after they reduce the population of the United States from all of these injections they're giving us. What do you think, Austin? No, man, yeah, there's, you just put a lot of stuff out there, and you're spot on with it. You know, we were just having this conversation. So I've been in the markets for years and always look at stuff, and I've monitored, and I was – the, the speculators right now are intentionally driving the fuel prices up and they're manipulating the numbers because $90 a barrel for fuel, diesel shouldn't be almost $5 a gallon right now. When you look at the uh, refinery costs and the other costs and transport costs, it the, normally for around five dollars a barrel for five dollars a gallon for diesel, we need to be between one hundred thirty to one hundred fifty dollars a barrel on average. Now, of course, there's different types of you know fees and taxes in certain states. So I know all that, but 
80 to 90 dollars a barrel and we're seeing fuel price jump this high no they're speculators and what they're doing is they're intentionally allowing this stuff to be pushed up higher and higher and higher and higher and higher because they want to drive people out of the market the problem with it is the internal combustion engine and the entire petroleum industry has been around for over a century so they know they can't just roll it away okay one day it's here one day it's gone we're going to run diesel fuel up to 20 dollars 20 dollars a gallon tomorrow push them out of trucks that wouldn't work everything would collapse immediately so all, all of a sudden a gallon of milk would be 30 dollars you still have to get transportation you still have to get things moved in goods and services so they know they can't do that so what they're doing is they constantly go up and down they extract as much cash as they can out of the market much cash they can out of the economy with the fuel, and then when, wait when everybody's really starting to feel it, then they drop it back down. It's complete manipulation. It's one of the most effective things they've done to either boost or hamper the economy is fuel prices. A lot of people don't realize that. And so this is what they're doing now with more and more regulation and more and more engagements with this. And if we had some real politicians that were actually involved with we the people and actually lived in the real world. So the problem is fuel prices don't affect politicians. Most politicians don't drive anywhere. They have drivers, they have security, they have private jets. They don't have private jets that they're usually flying, you know, first class commercial, but everything's covered under their, you know, different fees and stuff they have or um, different fees, different cards they have. And so they don't have to really be affected by this so they don't really feel it. This is what the average person feels that has to go to the pump. You know, my, my brother's got a diesel truck and I was on the phone with him yesterday. He went to fill up his truck because he drives a lot. You know, he's an attorney. He's like, man, it's $130 to fill up my truck. He's like, I made like no money today. And I'm like, oh, sorry, bud. This is just the manipulation. I said, why don't you get – I said, you're in Tallahassee. I mean, why don't you get involved in some stuff up there? So try to make a difference. He goes, oh, I am. I'm, I'm working on it the next couple of years. I'm trying to do the best I can. And I said, this is what they need to do. See, the states have massive amounts of control over fuel prices because of taxes. Just the, people have no idea the amount of taxes and fees that we have on fuel and fuel surcharges and gas fees, all this stupid stuff all the time we're constantly getting hit with because they want to, again, extract more and more and more and more money out of it. And so this is why it's so important to have an operational government by the people, for the people. And you were saying earlier, back with uh, the Hollywood, good riddance to those guys. I have no fanfare for them. They've been putting crap out for years. And as far as I'm concerned, they can just go the way of the dinosaurs if they're going to put garbage out. Nobody wants to watch their horrible movies anyways. And the F-35, I just I just LOL'd with that one. I mean, that's, I, I don't even believe they believe that. They they lost an F-35. So, so you're telling me, just, just clarifying this to the U.S. government, um, Every vehicle that has OnStar in the entire country, you can pinpoint its exact location and shut the car off, lock the doors, turn it on, do anything you want with that vehicle with pinpoint accuracy at any point in time with OnStar. But you're telling me a $100 million Lockheed Martin F-35, you just kind of lost it? No, what happened was they probably flew it over to Ukraine with $100 billion in cash and payload in the middle of it and dumped it out there and left it to give them, saying reverse engineer with something to do with you know North Korea or China or some other stupid deal they do all on a regular basis. This nonsense that they put out sometimes is so embarrassing and insulting and drives me up the wall that they think they have technology like this out there and suddenly the pilot ejects and it's on autopilot. We don't know where the F-35 went. It just, it just disappeared. It's, God, it nauseates me the lies they put out on a regular basis with these guys. And yet people, like I said, continue to believe it. Ironically enough now, NBC is getting blasted 
but people are actually realizing the whole thing again with COVID has been a sham. NBC put an article out and this is the title of the article. Doctors are saying that they're finding it increasingly difficult to distinguish COVID from allergies or even the common cold, even as hospitalizations tick up. Well, what's happened is the hospitalizations are primarily caused to continued health problems and autoimmune disorders that are occurring from people continually getting shot. That's what's going on with that. I don't know anybody. I don't know a single healthy person in the last six months that has gone to the hospital with COVID. Not one. I know a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of people. Not one single unvaccinated healthy person has gone to the hospital for COVID, period. And what's ironic is what they're doing now is they're doing damage control, and they're getting they're trying to get people more desensitized to accepting lies. That's why the title is Doctors Say They're Finding Increasingly Difficult to Distinguish COVID from Allergies of the Common Cold. So what they're saying now is this is what they're saying subconsciously. Just give you guys the cheat sheet on this. Oh, you got a runny nose. You got the sniffles. Oh, well, you better go get tested for COVID. The, the symptoms for COVID are anything now. They could be anything. You, you might, your ear might be sore. You got COVID. Oh, oh, stuff doesn't quite taste as good today. Oh no, it's definitely COVID. Oh, your nose is a little stuffy. Oh, that's that's could be COVID. It's not allergies. Could be COVID. You definitely got to go test right now. Go get tested. Go get tested. No, they do is they're able to run the COVID numbers up on a regular basis. So they're getting people desensitized and used to, conditioned to having to go get COVID tested for anything now. Do you remember last year when they had that Omicron nonsense propaganda come out? And they said, common, a common um, uh, basically effects from Omicron, stuffy nose, headache, sore throat, cough. Everybody's looking at it going, did you literally just describe the common cold? Well, that's the point because that's all COVID's been. It was a modified flu strand that they released on the populace. And what's happened is now the vast majority of everybody on the planet at some point now has had exposure to that modified flu virus. Just what it is. They've had exposure to it now. So the vast majority of people have a degree of immunity to it. And so what's happening is they have to constantly keep it in the narrative, and it's failing miserably. So in my personal opinion, what I think they're going to try to do is I think they're going to try to use this shot to get people unbelievably sick, this trio shot they're doing. And then once people start getting unbelievably deathly ill from the shot, they're going to blame it as this reemerging case of COVID and people didn't get the booster fast enough. And they're going to try to run it out there because, quite frankly, they're dead on their face now with this with this lie. I mean, they're, nobody's taking it seriously anymore for the most part, the vast majority of people, I should say. And most people are really starting to call the bluff out because they're, just, they're sick of hearing this stuff. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. Good news for justice. Three men, uh, this is the final three, that were accused of taking part in the 2020 plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmore have now been acquitted and not guilty on all counts. The defendant, Erlen Moulter and brothers William and Michael Null, had been char- they were charged with providing material support for terrorist acts and carrying a possession during the commission of a felony. This was the most bizarre charge I've ever watched in my life, and I'm really glad these guys got off because this, if you guys recall back to Gretchen Whitmore, that stupid trumped-up plot they allegedly tried to set up where there were more confidential FBI informants in the group than there were people that were being charged criminally. You can't even make this stuff up. And they simply came up, the FBI paid confidential informants and agents came in with this giant plot and scheme to go basically to go kidnap Gretchen Whitmore. And then you had guys that were basically sitting around at night drinking beer together with these FBI agents talking about it. And suddenly all these guys get raided by the FBI a couple weeks later. 
And they go, you, you were plot to kidnap the governor. Oh, treason. And they go, dude, we're sitting around a campfire drinking beer till 1 a.m. talking about how crazy that would be if somebody did that. Oh, no, you're treasonous. You've got to go to prison forever now. They're like, okay, well, how do you even know we did it? Oh, because we had eight FBI informants that were around you at the campfire hearing you talk about this now. The whole thing was complete theater designed to make the American population appear that we're running around trying to kidnap everybody all the time because we don't like what they're doing. Even though Gretchen Whitmore, I do have to say, is a complete and total steaming pile of garbage of a governor. She handled COVID just about as bad as she has everything else as governor of Michigan. Michigan is a great state. I love it up there. It's beautiful. But they got a bad governor. And what's crazy, I was reading some of this stuff. And so these charges that they were pushed on with providing material support for terrorist acts and carrying a possession in the firearm during the commission of a felony. Listen to this. This is how crazy and how far-reaching they had to go with this. So essentially, these guys put forward different spitball ideas when they were all drinking beer and talking about how you could do this or you could do that. There's different ways to do it. And so they said this was providing material support by talking about it and writing ideas down and simply hanging out with a bunch of random dudes and basically drinking beer, talking about theoretical ideas if you were going to do this. That was their entire basis of charging them with material support for terrorist acts. And because they were carrying concealed per- pistols on their person because they were out hanging out drinking beer at the campfire because they were carrying a firearm while they were talking about these far-fetched ideas with FBI informants. They got added on for possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. That is how corrupt our FBI system is now, guys. This is why I have told you repeatedly, be very cautious who you talk to stuff about with people, especially if you don't know them very well. There's nothing wrong with having constant conversations and encouraging people, talking to people and having ideas. But you start having people get around you that you don't know. They start throwing real weird ideas out there, real strange topics. They start asking you questions. I had this happen not too long ago, and it was interesting because we were out. I got to dinner with a couple of friends and a couple of people met up with them. And later on, I found it not to be anything to my knowledge, anything strange, but it was odd. We were like having a conversation. Some stuff popped up about basically like the Capitol riots. And one of the guys that basically had showed up, I didn't know. He started kind of like just throwing questions out there and they were kind of directed towards me. And I was, I just, I literally just deferred them because I, it, it was just kind of odd. And uh, I even I even looked at one of my friends and said, "Is that an odd question?" To you we, later on, I said, "That's not like a Fed boy question." He goes, "That was really strange, man." He's like, "I didn't even know that guy." He said, "He showed up. He was one of somebody else's friends." And I said, "It's really strange when you don't even know somebody and they're asking you these real weird questions about certain topics that are going on." And I'm not even going to get into them on the show. But what was strange to me is I thought to myself, "It's always odd if you're out somewhere and a group shows up or people show up that you don't know very well." I'm telling you right now. Do not start discussing stuff, especially private details or private information or stuff that you don't necessarily want to talk about to random people. Keep that stuff to yourself, my friends, because I'm telling you right now, there are literally over 40,000 paid FBI informants operational right now on a regular basis in the United States. They are doing everything they can to try to look for patriots that simply want a constitutional country and a republic, and they go after them for completely and totally erroneous things like these guys. So good news for these guys. They got acquitted on all charges because this stuff couldn't do – this stuff couldn't stick to a Velcro wall. I mean it was so pathetic, the charge they tried to throw on them yet. Here we have the FBI again throwing this stuff out there to see what they can stick. And here's the problem. 
you got to defend yourself. you got to get an attorney. These guys, I'm sure, have a whole pile of lawyer's fees now that they've had to pay. And now, suddenly, charges all dropped. Everything's done now. Now, you got to figure out how to clean up the mess and pay your bills and cover your spread. Now, cover these attorney's fees and all this stuff. All because we have a rogue agency that needs to be dismantled and rebuilt, known as now the FBI, which pretty much a.k.a. the Gestapo. Just something I thought I would throw out there. Also, too, this is interesting as well. Texas Senate voted that the Texas Attorney General Kenneth Warren Paxton Jr. is acquitted on all charges. The majority vote on the majority vote on this article and his impeachment trial was for acquittal. The senators voted to dismiss the four remaining impeachment articles and to join the session. The jurors had to decide not only whether the suspended Attorney General committed every element in this each article impeachment, but also that Paxton must be removed from office. They declined on all. He was acquitted on all of them. This was again designed to go after the attorney general that wasn't playing ball and wasn't going along with what they wanted to do with this agenda out there. It is very, very strange now in the current world we live in, what we've seen with Donald Trump, with this just constant theater, with all these charges and indictments on a regular basis. It is very clear now, if you don't pull the narrative or you don't go along with exactly what they say and they want you to be an example, they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. Look at what they did to all these guys on January 6th. I read the other day now, there's still between two to three hundred open cases on individuals that were simply breathing air at the Capitol, walking around, that the FBI are still investigating. We're at the end of 2023, and the FBI has nothing better to do besides investigate people that were walking around the Capitol building for a protest of a fully stolen election in the United States. 81 million votes, the most popular president in history, and the man can't even walk off stage by himself. He needs a handler to basically carry him, and everybody thinks he's a complete total blithering moron. But yeah, everybody voted for him because, you know, that's – trust the science, guys. Don't question anything. Just trust the science. I can't with this. What do you think, Dad? What's your next story? You know, the, the crazy part about it is, you know, the, the whole thing with Biden and, and all the stuff that basically, you know, we've had to deal with with him. It, it just shows how unbelievably messed up the United States judicial system is and how the how this judicial system and the it has been weaponized. And, you know, there are a lot of really good people that work for the FBI. I know there are. There's actually good people that work for the CIA. But when they get weaponized and they start going after American citizens for absolutely no reason or whatever or after the American citizens because of trumped up false charges – it becomes a real problem for the person they're after because, again, like Austin just said, you got to get an attorney, and a court-appointed attorney is probably not going to do a very good job defending you. So now you got to go out and you know get a second mortgage on your house, take out a second job, do all the stuff that you need to do, borrow more money if you're even allowed to do that because in many cases they seize your and freeze your bank accounts. So now you can't even hire an attorney. So it's one of those weird things that when you get involved with these people, like Austin says, when people start asking you very pointed questions about your beliefs and what you do and all that kind of stuff – it's a really good thing just to keep your mouth shut if you don't know who they are. Quite frankly, that's just how I see it. That's why I always tell you we need peaceful demonstrations in the United States. We need to have the lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. We need to be in church on a regular basis. We need to do everything we possibly can on an ongoing basis to bring honor and glory to God in all that we do, period, and stand against the tyranny. Now, I'm not talking about going out and bearing arms against our government. I'm not talking about that. We never have talked about that on the show. But the reality is, is that there are people out there that talk about that openly, and they end up pretty much getting you know, arrested. I remember a guy a few years ago was on a major talk show, and he was talking about marching on D.C. with you know, AR-15s. Now, they were going to be slung, and, and they, but they weren't going to be loaded. There were going to be no magazines in them. And, and boy, I tell you what, that boy got himself put in jail quick. 
And so all you need to do is realize that the group of people that run the United States of America, who run the judicial system, they're marching to a different set of orders in our Constitution in many cases. And we, we need to understand that. We really, really, really do. In fact, an interesting article came out that says the Nazi Biden regime takes its claim that it has the right to impose censorship on media to the Supreme Court. Wow. You know, the Nazi Biden regime says it can do anything it wants to do, basically. There's no doubt whoever the Biden regime is, the fact that whatever whatsoever that the Biden regime is, the fascist censor controlling information in the interest of its criminal agendas, it's being controlled by the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan through the Jeffrey Epstein Mossad network, CIA network, period. A federal appeals court spelled out the censorship and banned it. Defendants and their employees and agents shall take no actions, formal or informal, directly to indirectly to coerce or significantly encourage social media companies to remove, delete, suppress, or reduce, including through altering their algorithms, posted social media content containing protected free speech. That includes, but it's not limited to, compelling the platforms to act, such as by intimidating that some form of punishment will follow a failure to comply with the request or supervising, directing, or otherwise meaningful controlling the social media company's decision-making process. Whoa. But Biden, they don't like that. So the Biden regime hopes to convince the Supreme Court that national security requires abandoning the U.S. Constitution and to urge the court into reinstating the Biden regime's cancellation of the U.S. Constitution by imposing social media censorship. It is impossible for a country to survive when the values on which the country are founded are abandoned by its leaders. America is so far gone that not even the media believes in free speech and has happily elected and has accepted the role of the Ministry of Propaganda. Certainly, corporations do not respect the First Amendment. Employees must take harassment training to remain employed. Failure to use woke pronouns constitutes harassment and grounds for firing. In other words, employees do not have freedom of speech. A coerced woke policy has control of their tongues and forces the use of words they do not voluntarily to use to which they object. This is just the bottom line on all of the stuff that's happening. All of this stuff is going on and on and on when you start to see what the Nazi regime is doing. It's very important that we understand that we don't take a look at what they're doing and just ignore it. We have to stand against it. By the way, gut instinct, a case and cause of numerous sensory symptoms and long COVID, doctors offer a comprehensive treatment. This is an interesting article. It just talks about the sensory symptoms of long COVID and vaccine injuries, treatments that clear spike proteins, including N-acetylcysteine and nanokinase, and how to reduce inflammation. I'm going to post this again on the website so you guys can see it. But guys, listen to me. If we stand firm in the word of God, that's all we can do. And we stand firm with what God wants us to do. That's all we can do. Because the reality is that we are all part of this system that we're in right now, whether we want to be or not. We may have inadvertently allowed it to happen on our watch, which Austin and I have done everything we can in our power not to do that, but because of just people just being compliant and being lackadaisical and being concerned because they've set us up now to have both husband and wife working all the time and all the other things that are happening, we don't have the ability at this point any longer to sit back and go, whoa, I'm not going to get involved. It's kind of late, honestly. You know, we are in a rowboat right now, and we're about 20 feet from Niagara Falls with no motor and no oars, and we're at the edge of the abyss, and somebody's trying to throw a rope to us, and we better grab the rope. And social media can do that, and we can stop this mess. Otherwise, there's no stopping going over the falls at this point. 
And that's what we have to understand because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we have to grab the rope. We have to pull ourselves back to shore so we can continue the fight and not go into the abyss. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you so very, very much. You guys are absolutely amazing to me. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. That's a great analogy. Sometimes, you know, I think people kind of want to keep going to the edge and kind of keep being compliant and see how far they can take it. And it's like I told you guys earlier in the show, you know, tyranny knows no limits. People that are trying to oppress you don't have any boundaries. There's no principles. There's not morals and ethics and guidelines. It's just kind of do as thou want is what they do. And they see how far they can push it. And so that's why I've been very actually been very proud of the enormous amount of the Patriot community and just the overall people in general, at least out here in Florida. I know about, I know about all states, how non-compliant and non just lax, lackadaisical, I should say, everybody's been about this insanely stupid push for COVID. The vast majority of people I've talked to about the shot, I brought it up to people. Like nobody even takes it seriously. Everybody's like, there's another shot. Like, I don't even, why? What what are we we doing here? You know, I think the last booster shot, they said there was like, what, a 17% uptake rate? These 70% of people got it. That's still insanely high to me, I think, for the la- that last booster. By then, I figured everybody would get it. But my goal is I want to see real numbers, you know, like a 1% or 2% uptake rate. You know, maybe a little bit higher with the, you know, the mindless idiots that want to get the shot. But I want to see zero compliance with this thing. I want to see everybody just constantly pushing the mainstream media, the lies. And everybody keep combating them with more truth, more truth, more truth, more truth. And that's the way you continue to get this stuff out there, my friends. And so I appreciate the continued support of healthmasters.com. And like you see, what is continually happening here on a day-to-day basis is more and more people are really starting to, you know, I think wake up. You know, I saw an article earlier here, and they were talking about how uh, Professor Chadowski – there's an article I'll post on Health Impact News. I was talking about directed energy weapons now, how it's turned into basically like a $13 billion a year business just directed energy weapon sales with Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and Boeing now. They're developing dudes. They're developing dudes. They call them dudes, directed energy weapons. And these things have been punched up in the satellite space for years. There's a, everybody wonder why there's so many defense contracts with Elon Musk, who allegedly has the most satellites in orbit, most of which were all funded and used by the U.S. military and their new military branch of service, Space Force. You might ever question that, why Elon Musk just happens to have all these space space uh, satellites in space and all these DOD contracts. That's where all his fundings come from. That's why you know his alleged net worth is what it is. When you're dealing with an almost trillion-dollar-a-year budget from the U.S. government to the DOD, they have to invent things to spend money on. That's a lot of money. I mean, it's almost unfathomable amount of money for most people. You hear somebody, oh, he's a millionaire. He's worth $100 million. He's a billionaire. Guys, we're talking there's – there's not a whole lot of billionaires in the entire country. Just the annual expenditures for the DOD is almost $100 billion – excuse me, almost a trillion dollars, which is a 1000 billions. You know, this just goes on and on and on and on and on in perpetuity. And so this is why you're seeing these platforms that are being put up. This is why I said before, when you start seeing the stuff like those fires in Maui and other very strange things like out in California, those fires, we had concrete block houses and literally a heaping pile of ash. Every single thing burnt to ash and wooden fences and trees all around the house aren't even charred. People go, oh, it's a fire. I'm like, I've, I've seen so many forest fires in my life, even down here in Florida. We've had fires. I have yet to ever 
see a fire burn down a brick house and not touch the wooden fence or the trees or the grass around the entire house. That's physically impossible. It doesn't happen. You're at least you're going to have charred, you know, charred residue all around the property from the fire spreading, not just a pile of ash on each property all the way down a street where grass isn't even touched. Directed energy weapons are real, real, very strange stuff. So again, best of things we can do is focus and stay in our own lane, continue to stay strong, continue to stay healthy, continue to encourage one another to do the same, and continue to get the truth out there. One way we can do that is by eating clean, staying healthy, continuing to get the truth, and continuing to make sure to keep our immune system strong. That's why if you need anything, check out the Magnesium Brain Food on sale right now for 15% off as product of the week. Then also vote for what you want to see when later on this week at healthmasters.com. So we appreciate all the support, my friends. Be sure to sign up for our free, free weekly newsletter if you guys want. It's great. Send, send the show links out there. Send specials and coupons out. So be sure to sign up for that on the website. And if you guys also, please, forward the show. If you can't forward the show, at least forward these articles that we put the links to as the HM Daily links. We have the articles every single day of basically what we cover, the links. You can go back and reference them. You can forward them. You can look at them. And there's usually a lot of even more stuff on there than we even get to cover every single day. So thank you again, my friends, for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.